This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. I got an Arab Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. <clears throat> We'd like to wish a Mazdav to Rabbi Mr. Avram Zipper upon the birth of a granddaughter born to the children, Mr. and Mrs. Yaakov Zipper of Lakewood. We'd also like to wish a Mazdav to Mr. and Mrs. Sule Blumerfracht upon the birth of a granddaughter born to their children, Mr. and Mrs. Heshi Blumerfracht of Lakewood. May they all see much nachas from this new uh, grandchild, from all their children and grandchildren as well. <clears throat> Yesterday was the Levaya of the Baron Shechter Zatzal, the Rosh Hashiva of Yeshiva's Chaim Berlin. Although I never had the privilege of learning in his Mesifta or learning by him, I did go to the elementary school. So I do feel some form of a sense of an achrais, a little bit, to be masked him somewhat and to connect it to this week's parsha. I am by no means the, the, the right person to be masked him. There are others, we have members in our shul that learned by Baron. In Chaim Berlin, but uh, I feel somewhat of a responsibility, a little bit, to discuss his legacy, his life. Rosh Shiva, who was Nifter, he was uh, 95, one of the elder Rosh Shivas on the Matthias Hatera. It's worth learning from his life and seeing how it connects into this week's parsha as well. One of the things that was pointed out at the Levayo for a Baron was his sense of achrayis. And he felt to every single Jew. His dedication, his connection for every single Jew that came his way that he could help, whether it be a Talmud from the outside, he always felt that deep sense of achrayis, how he could help another Yid. One of the Maspidim said over at the, at the Levaya is that when he, he was so weak, he partially collapsed in his house and they had to physically lift him up to get him to a chair. He had mamish no koiches, so shvach, so weak. Yet he asked if someone could bring him a phone. And he said, why do you need a phone? You're so shvach, you can barely eat, you can barely move. He says, what happens if someone needs me? He had this deep sense of a Christ. He felt a responsibility. If someone needs him, someone would come knock on the door. Someone would need to be shayleitzah by him. That deep sense of a Christ that he felt that he's here to serve a mission. He's here to help Klai Yisrael. He had a very deep avas Yisrael, a love for all different types of Jews. And to help all those that he can. I think that Yisoyed is something as we are in the month of Elul, we can all work on. A deep sense of love for all Jews, no matter their background, no matter where they come from, no matter their hashkafic outlook or their lifestyles. But at the end of the day, we have to remind ourselves that we're all children of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I think we find that lesson very clearly <coughs> in this week's parasha. In this week's parasha, we have the mitzvah of helping another Jew. It says over here, if a person sees... His friend's object, Terry says he takes it in, he has to find out whose it is, and he has to return it. If you look at the Psukim, Ramatzio Solomon points out that the Torah says seemingly an extra word over and over. Terry keeps on saying the word achicha. Terry says if you find the object of your brother, of your brother, I think he counts almost five times the Torah emphasizes this magical word, your brother, your brother. Why the emphasis? Why does the Torah have to tell me so many times that it's the object of my brother? What's the continuous reminder that's the object of my brother. And the Mashkiach explains, is because the Torah is giving us an outlook in life. If a person's outlook in life is that every Jew is his brother, he has a totally different look. If your brother lost something and you found it, your feeling towards him is so different. You, you, your concern is so much more there. You're so much more willing to go and to help and to make a difference. Because it's my brother, what do you mean? My brother needs me. 
So says Ramatisio Salam, we have to look at every Jew as, as he's my brother. Well, why is he any different? Just because he's biologically, maybe not from the same parent as, as, as my biological brother, but nonetheless, he's my brother. And that's what the Torah is reminding us. The Torah is reminding us that if you have that idea in your mind, that he's my achicha, it's going to change your entire look of life. How can you rip off your brother? Would you in a million years try to rip off your brother in business? Would you try to bamboozle your brother? I, I would like to believe no one would. Even though sadly we know there are such stories. But uh, most people, not that we endorse this type of behavior, but for a brother, people don't try to hurt family. Therefore, the Torah is reminding us in this expression, if you want to have success, you want to be able to, to do things right in Klai, so look at every Jew like he's a chicha. And that's what the Torah emphasizes so many times by this mitzvah of Sabay, The Torah says, remember, it's your brother's object. Remember, every Jew is your brother. This is the feeling that you should have. And when a Jew has that feeling towards another Jew, then he's going to be much more careful <coughs> with all of his involvement, with all that he does. He's going to be much more partic- meticulous and careful. But there's another lesson from the parish of Hashavah today. The Torah says, If your brother is not close to you, then you don't know him. So I saw a beautiful comment on the Pasuk. What does it mean that if your brother is not close to you and you don't know him? means the only justification for not knowing another Jew is because he lives not far. He lives far away from you. If he'd live in your shechunah, if he'd live in your neighbor, there would be no excuse for saying, I don't know who he is. Right? Some of us live in communities. We have neighbors we never speak to. We don't even know who they are. We wouldn't be able to pick them out of a lineup. Zok no. If he's not close to you, that's why you don't know him. Other than that, there's no justifiable reason not to know him. He lives in your neighborhood, he's in your community, you should be aware of him. You should know what's going on, see if you can help, be familiar with him. The Torah is saying the only time it's not a taina is the guy lives in another community that's far away from you, what are you supposed to do? You can't know every single Jew who lives around the world. Which means the Torah is giving us advice, it's giving us tips. If we want to be able to build on our Avas Yisrael, we have to be in touch with each Jew. We have to be in tune to them, we have to be aware of them. We have to know they exist, we have to know they're in our, our, in, in our area. And more than anything, we have to look at them and we have to view them as our achicha, they're our brother. We have to look at them with deep love, compassion, consideration, as if they'd be our own brother. I heard an amazing story about Rabbi Shachter. And I think he mamish lived this feeling. There was a bachur learned in Yeshiva in Chaim Berlin, who came from a non-religious family. His parents originally were not religious and for some reason the mother, someone convinced her to become more religious. And she actually got divorced from the father and she took custody of the children. And this boy grew up to be a real Ben Tairi. He grew up, went to Chaim Berlin, and I was getting married. And Rabbi Shachter was going to be the Masada the Kedusha, not the Hasana. And this father was so mad. He had 20-something years of anger towards the religious Jew for taking his family away from him, making his son religious. He was so mad. Word got back that this father is showing up to the Hasana and he's going to have words with Rabbi Shachter. He's going to let out his wrath, whether it be physical, verbal. But he was going to let Rabbi Aaron know that he has 20 years of anger towards him, the rabbi, for allowing his son to become orthodox and changing his whole lifestyle and the whole trajectory of his life. So they told Rabbi they said, maybe the Roshiva doesn't want to come to the wedding. It might not be safe. Maybe we have a fill-in for you. Baron Shechter said, no, I'm coming to the chastana. I'll be there. Baron Shechter comes to the chastana well aware that there's someone who has a very big target on his back. He walks into the chasen, the first thing he asks, the chasen, show me where your father is. I want to speak to your father alone. 
people were saying, this is a bad move, Rabbi. What are you doing? You know this guy's mad at you. You know this guy has years of pent-up anger. Who knows what he's going to do? Rabbi said, I want to be with the chassan's father alone in a room. Rabbi Shechter goes into the room with the chassan's father. He sits down from the chassan's father. He says, I want you to know one thing. He says, I want you to know. <clears throat> I don't want you to feel like a stranger at your son's wedding. I'm going to tell you step by step of what's going to happen tonight. You might not be familiar with an Orthodox wedding, so I'm going to tell you. First, we're going to do this, and then we're going to do that, and then we're going to pick up this, and we're going to do that, and we're going to break the glass, and we're going to sing. We'll go down. He went mamish for 20 minutes. Rabbi Shechter went step by step, telling this Friar year the what to expect at this wedding. And that was the end of the conversation. The Gabri left the room. They say at this chasen, the chasen's father spent the entire night dancing with the chasen and Rabbi Shechter. Baron didn't get up and yell and scream at him. He didn't make a fight. He just made the guy feel like a mensch. He said over and over, I don't want you to feel like a stranger at your son's wedding. Let me tell you what to expect tonight. That was Baron's approach. He looked at every year and how could I make him happy? And again, I don't know if this guy became from or not, but definitely his anger and his resentment towards from Kite was probably lessened because of this, this idea. And I believe Baron embodied this Pasuk. He looked at Evid as my achich, he's my brother. Why should I yell and scream at him? I want to bring him closer. I want to make him feel good. You wouldn't want your brother to feel uh, left out of something, so I want him to do also. I believe that's something that we all can learn as we're approaching the Chaydish El. We've spoken so many times about Chaydish El, what we need to work on. We need to work on our love for other Yidin also. Our, our, our feeling, our, our, our relationship, that we need to look at each other as achich, that they are our brothers. So it's, it's something like only during Tishabov in the three weeks we talk about Achtas and unity, but it's something we should think about all the time. We should feel that connection to Jews. We should remind ourselves that we all are brothers. And this is something that we can work on, we can learn from Rabbi's life. Imamish, he would do anything to help people. He really was an Oyev Shalom, tried to help people as much as he can. <clears throat> we should learn from his life, his legacy. We should try to live up to what the Torah demands of us. That we look at each Jew as our Achicha. And remember that when we're going into business or interactions or dealings, if this would be my real brother, would I do this? Would I act this way? Would I be so harsh? Would I be so, would I be so difficult? Hashem, this, if we can work on, even make a dent in this, we, we can really unbelievably bring ourselves to a new madrega. I believe it will be an amazing schos for the young Nadin to come to the Amidim and say, you are ready to judge me, but look how I look at your children. Before you judge me, just let, let me show you the relationship that I have with your children, how I view your kids. Mr. Shem should be an amazing schus for all of us, an unbelievable schus. We should be zeiche, to build relationships in Klai Yisrael, help each other, be aware of each other, be concerned for each other. Mr. Shem, Kashbar, who judges all, Lataiva, have a wonderful Shabbos.